Hi, so I'll just share my testimony. Um, I knew that this mission trip was going to be different from my previous mission trip to Cambodia, but I didn't know to what extent, I did, and I didn't know all the details until I got there. We have been going through training, preparing ourselves for spiritual warfare, but it wasn't until I was in the lands of Cambodia and Thailand that I realized Satan has such a strong grip on these lands, and we were indeed in the battlefields declaring war. There was so much idolatry, witchcraft, bondages that need to be broken, even in the remote areas. But glory to God, he is raising, raising up his people, even in remote areas, to be a strong tower and witnesses of Christ. Through the mission trip to Cambodia and Thailand, God was showing me, teaching me, giving me more insight about love, healing, and revelation of God. I was asking God for healing to occur during the trip, not only inner healing, but physical healing as well. There were, there are so many amazing testimonies about God's healing hands touching believers and non-believers in the Bible in Africa, and I wanted to see that happen in Cambodia and Thailand. It would bring forth many to, back to Christ, just like in the times of Jesus' healing ministry. But, but I also wanted to see because the healing itself would be a big encouragement uh, for me, since it would be God telling me that, see, I can heal people, do wonders, and surely I can bring healing to your life as well. During the start of our trip, um, I was not seeing them happening, and I was feeling very discouraged. There was this young baby that could not walk during our last ministry time in Cambodia, and we all prayed to God for, um, to heal him. And I wanted to see him walk, but it didn't happen that night. But God kept on telling me to focus on what he is doing and giving him praise even when I cannot see his words. There was inner healing happening when people came up to repent and surrender their lives to God and praise reports of physical healing during ministry time. It was not about me, but it was about what God was doing. There was a matter of feeling unsatisfied, wanting to see more verifiable healing testimonies, but I decided to take that all to God and pray for more healing miracles. I know that there's nothing impossible for God. He's massaging that baby's legs right now, giving him strength and muscles. And now that I'm back in Korea, I really need to press in regarding God's healing powers and to really walk by faith. Another thing God taught me during the trip was how important it is for God's people, myself included, to have the revelation of God, of who he is, and revelation from God, what God is telling us. When people are touched by the Spirit and have the revelation of who God truly is, then comes true joy, then comes true repentance, then comes true freedom, true worshipers getting filled with his fire. In the afternoon of the second day in Cambodia, we visited a small church called Life for Living Church, which was in a remote area, but I was amazed and blessed by the hunger and passion these young people have. I saw the faces while they were listening to the sermon and the testimony, and they were soaking it all in. During the prayer time of repentance, I saw the tears as the young leaders repented and the prayers of commitment to God. That can only happen when Holy Spirit comes down and gives them the revelation of the one true God. And as for me, I realized how much I needed revelation of God and revelation from God. Um, since it was my first time to lay hands and pray for people, it was a struggle for me to really press in and pray for each people as a loving brother, as a loving sister. At times, I would feel so strongly about the person that I'm praying for, my heart would be like beating faster, my face would be smudged with tears, and I knew God wanted to reveal himself more to that person. 
And I wanted to pray the prayers that were not my words, but God's words for that individual person. And I started to ask, asking for his revelation to fall upon me so I could pray the specific prayers that God wanted me to pray. I wanted people to hear not my prayers, but God's prayers for each individual. Most of the time, I didn't get a revelation from God, and I couldn't hear God's voice. I started asking, why God? And then it struck me. This comes to admitting, admitting another struggle I had, um, I had, and it was balancing my quality time with God and the ministry-related works that I had to do. I was struck by the fact that I was looking up, um, looking up my cash book and checking the balance more than I was reading my Bible and spending time with God. Um, as our team treasurer, I, I wanted to do a good job, but this clouded my thoughts, and I realized I was focusing too much time on money managing than on God. Even when Jesus was doing his ministry, he always had deep conversations with God, and where was I? And what Larry said while he was praying for me really struck me that I wasn't here to do money calculations, but I was here to minister. And that, that's right, I wasn't here to do all the calculations, but I was, but I was here on a mighty mission sent by, by my God. I realized that because I was so caught up with the works, it diverted my, my attention away from God, and Satan knew that and attacked me in that area. During my nights in Cambodia, as I was checking the balance, I had a hard time having a long time with God and sleeping peacefully. There was nights when spirit of anxiety and frustration came upon me, when I woke up in t- tears from a dream of having my passport, passport and money stolen. <laughs> or, or when there were gigantic cockroaches on my arms and in my, and in my hair, just creating fear and preventing me from sleeping soundly. I just, <laughs> I just thank God for my sisters and brothers each time that I was attacked. They prayed against that spirit and went far as protecting me from stomping on the cockroaches so boldly and fearlessly. <laughs> After realizing that I had the freedom, um, I had the freedom of just worshiping God stress-free and the times I spent with God alone during the trip became intimate and he started to show me his heart for Cambodia and Thailand. During our prayer time together with both teams before our last ministry in Cambodia, God showed me our heart and hands were gently massaging uh, and pumping that heart to bring life back. He was, he's going to change, oh, he's changing the numb, numb hearts of Cambodia into living, beating hearts for God. And I was also truly blessed and thankful for each member on our team, including Pastor Lim and Brother Pset. We had such an amazing time in the van worshiping together, praising him at the top of our lungs and dancing like crazy. Brother Pete said didn't know the lyrics, but he was like worshiping God like a true worshiper. <laughs> and God would give us strength and joy and more of his spirits before arriving to a ministry. And during the ministry time, the joy and the love that was bubbling up inside us in the van would increase and just burst out, overflowing with joyful laughter and creating a childlike heart wanting more of God. I really had fun doing VVS with the children, and the worship time was powerful. I also enjoyed the sharing time in our team gathering in the van and in our room where we would really open up and share what God has been showing to each member with such honesty and insight. I learned a lot by just listening to the sharing and testimonies. 
the spoken record of what God has done and was doing in their lives and also on the mission field. It was also a blessing when Brother, Brother Pisa shared his testimonies, and God was telling me there's power when that testimony is shared, reminding me of Pastor Christian's sermon about the conquering power of testimonies. I know that the testimonies back in Cambodia and Thailand are not finished, but the testimonies will go on and it will spread, bringing life back. 